Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It was a stressful year. We've we've got so many topics on the Browns that divide us. Nick Chubb's future. How much do you pay him? Do you pay him? Could you see the Browns moving on from Deshaun? I mean, Deshaun is a walking landmine for Browns fans about expectations and about what he was, uh, you know, suspended for and accused of and sued for all this kind of stuff. Uh, even Kevin Stefanski somehow is still a lightning rod. And the guys won two coach of the year honors in the NFL. So I want to play something that we can all get behind is objectively an awful take. And I, I was so surprised. I, I, somebody alerted us to the fact that Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN, former Jets uh, GM, former Dolphins uh, GM, that he had said something on Get Up about a hypothetical Deshaun Watson trade. All right? And so I'd already been alerted about it. But then I saw Mike Tannenbaum tweet about it, and then I saw him tweet the video of it, and I realized this man does not realize how stupid this sounds. I've heard some really stupid stuff over the years. And I covered Hugh Jackson for three and a half of those. That might take the cake. Honestly, you know what? This is as bad as A.J. McCarron for a second and a third round pick. Good. Tannenbaum's a former GM, right? Uh, For two teams? Yeah. And a former NFL agent. Yeah. Does he not know how the salary cap works? Does he not know how Deshaun's contract works? He was fired twice. Okay. So it stands to reason he might actually not know. There's like, and the, I think one of the ten years lasted within three years, which it's it's really tough as a GM to get fired within three years. I, just, I, just saying. I realize the salary cap can be a myth. Um, I, I don't know that the Browns can create two hundred million dollars in salary cap room just to make that trade. So there is. So you're here's the problem. You're using logic to defend and to oh. defeat this guy. That's kind of what I try to do. I just well, no. What I mean is, you're actually not logic. You're using reality, right? Um, yes, I the, live in this world called reality. Well, okay, but Welcome the, to the, it. the point is Mike Tannenbaum clearly doesn't. Here to me is why it's just a foolish idea. One, he said, who says no? Which is to me like the thing, like I love to do that on social media. Jordan Zerm, Clevelander. I have I have occasionally sent bad trades to him to, to needle him a little bit and then said, who says no? Right? It, and, and I do it in the Bob Wiley voice. Who says no? And then I, everyone I can says, say, we do. Yeah. Well, no, but that, that's the point. When you say who says no, everybody knows you got no case. All right. If you're just saying who says no without any actual logical interpretation of why it would make sense for either side and you're not willing to defend it, you, sir, are simply just throwing out some some shark bait, as it were. So I think I don't. But here's the thing that troubles me. I don't think he knows it's dumb. Like, I don't think he knows it's the dumbest thing that I've heard since A.J. McCarron for a second and third round pick because he tweeted it, and then they tweeted it, and he retweeted it, and then he tweeted the details of the trades in like it, it, it with the teams tagged in it on top of tweeting the video. I think he thinks this is like his Mona Lisa. Somebody needs to tell Mike how to take the L. Uh, well, I already taught Mac how to do that earlier this week. So 
I mean, let's get Mike Tannenbaum on the phone here, and I'll go ahead and teach him how to take an L. But no, I mean, I so here's what I can't figure out. Because you've mentioned the contract, and people just I think the I think the salary cap is a myth to a point. Right. Where in, the, in Deshaun's well, case, it's not a myth. Well, They're stuck. And to a point is quarterback contracts because of the amount of guaranteed money that they sling around at any given point. And the Browns slung around some record-breaking guaranteed money. Well, but I mean, honestly, once you get to what you pay Lamar, once you get to what you paid Deshaun, once you get to what you pay uh, Pat Mahomes, guys, it gets really uncomfortable. You you lose a lot of leverage because you're moving so much. That guaranteed money acts as a real restriction point on like every single year you try and move it around. But that's, again, that's the... That's the... <laughs> That's the cap reason why this is a stupid idea. Here's why it's another stupid. Why would the Browns sell low on Deshaun Watson now? Why would the Browns want Daniel Jones? Yes, like yes, yes. Why and giving up a second round pick? You're gonna give up Deshaun Watson. So you give up arguably the guy with the most upside in the trade, as far fetched as getting that upside might be for some people, and maybe the best asset in the trade of a second round pick for a guy who is honestly not fit to being a starting quarterback. Like he, oh well, you know, if you're the if you're the if you're the Giants, you get uh, you you get a guy with a high upside in Deshaun, maybe a franchise quarterback who can help you contend in the NFC East and that second round draft pick. If you're the Browns, you get Kaka. I what do you really get if you're that? Look, I love DTR. I I think he's got some talent there, but did he not watch DTR this year? I just guys. I understand some of us might some of you might be thirsty to move on from Deshaun Watson. If you're so thirsty that that sounded like a good idea for the Cleveland Browns, um, maybe it's time to go see like a like just just get healthier. Is what I'm going to say. Maybe that's a nicer way to put it. Um, Daniel Jones is. I don't think Daniel Jones will be a starter in two years in the NFL. He might not be a starter this year in the NFL. But from the Brown side of things, and and I and I tried to lay it out in the break. There is the Browns aren't going to do this because of the contract which is the thing that ends the conversation uh, in terms of from their standpoint of doing as dumb of a deal as this is. Here's the other thing that I don't get. We're two years in on this, and I get this deal is not worked out for what you paid for him and what you literally pay him to this point. Why do people think the Browns are desperate to give up on Deshaun Watson and, and to close the book on this trade? Because I would venture, when there's no financial incentive to do so, when you still aren't done paying the other team that you gave, you, you they they have your what is a twenty third pick in the NFL draft this year. Yep. To the Houston Texans, I don't think people realize. Like, yeah, okay, sometimes teams are willing to. We, hey, we made a mistake. The eggs on our face. That's not what this is, guys. This is a, this is the Titanic. If if it doesn't go well, this is the Titanic. So you're going down with the ship, all right? And what I mean by that is, because I don't think it's fait accompli where the ship is going down. I, I, I don't think the iceberg is is right in your path and you can't steer out of the way. I, I think that the health concerns scare me a little bit. Yeah, they should. It's a shoulder injury, a throwing shoulder to a, to a quarterback. This could have happened to literally any quarterback you traded this kind of money for and this kind of draft collateral to. But guys, do you think the Browns feel like to themselves, hey, we're ready to take that PR hit that would happen. It would be immediately, the second you move on from this trade, and so maybe this is deferring, 
<laughs> it's like what's kicking the can down the road financially on the contract. The second that you bail on Deshaun or any quarterback of his ilk that this exact thing is transpired for, the second you do, it becomes the worst trade in the history of the NFL. That's different than you as a Browns fan feeling that that's what it is right now. So I would venture to say there are people, and I guarantee you guys, they're lining up this offense to be, uh, this offseason to be this. They're dead set on making this work because they know how bad and historic this would be if it doesn't work. They understand how – here's a lot of the times we overblow this, guys. They gave up six top 100 picks – 230 million guaranteed, the first fully guaranteed 200 plus million dollar contract in the history of the NFL. And it doesn't work out. It will be the thing that people point to for the next 20 years at why you don't make big swings. And by the way, it doesn't mean that's actually a right ideology. But like, what we're really talking about here is he played six games poorly two years ago. Yeah, he only had six games to prove himself. This year, you can write it off. So two years ago, you can write it off as he only played six games. And and those were the first six games in 700 days. This year, you can write it off as he played five games. Well, he played six games, but he really only played in five games. And then he got hurt. You can write those things off. If you just decide right now today, ah, eh, you know what? Bleep it. It's not going to work out. Fatalistic. Let's eat the final three years of this contract. Guys, there's no writing that off. And it's so funny to me how the NFL has been so disingenuous, and guys like Tannenbaum are at the face of this, Daryl, that they've been so disingenuous about what a calamitous thing this was and how dare they give this contract to this player, and they're the first ones that think the Browns should want to cut bait. They should know the historical significance if the Browns wave the white flag on this trade tomorrow. And that, to me, is why even beyond the money – the, the mere mention of this trade is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They can't move on from Deshaun Watson, even if they wanted to move on from Deshaun Watson. That's what blows my mind about the whole scenario. You're a former NFL GM, two-time over, okay? And I just feel like, yeah, if, if you're going to throw stuff out there, you have a responsibility to, I don't know, put something out there that's remotely feasible. Like, this isn't even doable. The, you wanted to, Would you like me to tell you, Nick, when the Cleveland Browns can get out of Deshaun Watson's contract? Sure. Are you ready for it? I'm ready, ready for it. 2027, that's when they can get out of Deshaun Watson's contract. I Technically, they could get out of Deshaun Watson's contract in 2026, but they got to swallow a $73 million dead cap hit. Actually, technically, they get it out tomorrow. They would just have to have what, what they cap just, hit? They, they just wouldn't feel the football team this fall. <laughs> $200 million would and, be the dead cap hit. And that's hit. a lot. You see, you're right. 
I, I'm, yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. For translating that's, for the people out there. That's about 75% of the salary count okay. for 2024. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. But I, Like, I, what are we doing? Like, I understand. You want to have, you want to spur discussion. You want to throw ideas. Out. Fine. But be responsible, especially as a former NFL executive uh, who has a prominent position on the four-letter network, and throw stuff out there that's actually tangible and realistic. Don't just, like throw something out there that has no idea of happening and then give yourself a victory lap by, you know, reposting it a bunch of times on your Twitter account. And here's the thing. I don't even think the Browns are going to move on from him in 2026 when they can for every reason you and I have both talked about. At some point, it's money matters in this case because right. they guaranteed money. At some point, yes, yeah, some things are more than money. The Browns made this trade to change – the optics of this organization to, to to make this organization taken seriously. Would you like to know his cap hit next year? Real quick, if they get rid of him. Real quick, but they made 100, this 137 million. Real quick, they made this move for people to to talk about them and think about them differently. And so this any idea well, that, that they, was accomplished. That, well, any idea that they would want to move on from them now, before any chance that Deshaun legitimately has to at least. I mean, you got to give them. Every, you got guys getting the next three years. Not, not you and me, not the fans, but they do. And so, it, beyond just money, like this is the the stake of how people think about the organization will be tarnished if the Browns don't do everything to make the deal work. And I guarantee you, Mike Tannenbaum has had some uh, has never had anything similar to what we're talking about. And that's what makes it so impossible to get your head around is, let alone from the cap standpoint, you 5% of GMs ever have to deal with this kind of thing. Right. But then when you get to what it means for how you are perceived as an organization and whether people want to come with you, whether people want to come to you, whether people want to go ahead and do business with you, guys, they can't bail before it becomes absolutely necessary to bail. The, the boat has to be literally under the water. <laughs> yeah, it has to be under the water, at broken in half, at two different places of the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Right. And we're not there. Guys, we hadn't even hit the iceberg yet, okay? It's looming, but haven't hit it's it It's out there. It's out. That shoulder could have been the iceberg. We don't know. I heard something. Was that a scraping sound that I heard? But I don't know. Don, welcome to the show. What you got for us, buddy? Hey, man. Um, I was actually... Personally, I would trade for maybe Justin Fields. What would you do with Deshaun Watson? I would see if maybe the Bears would want him or maybe some of that contract. Don, I appreciate the call. I will say, with love and respect, if I had the the Shawn Michaels kick in the face thing, I would have played it there. Um no. Let's just not do that. I don't I Don was on hold for the entirety of the second half of that last segment. And the entirety of this segment. He was the one I was preaching to. He was the one I was preaching the gospel right to Don. And here we are. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.